The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. I'm going to get radical. I'm going to stop letting the devil run off with my stuff and take what belongs to me while I'm just trying to crowd in a little space and settle for leftovers. Ain't no more leftovers. I want the new stuff. For we walk by what? Faith and not by sight. So once we get born again, now faith is coming and this faith enables us to do things. As you saw Jesus, he spoke to a tree and the tree dried up from the where? From the roots. And I'm saying that he was using faith and if you just look at the scriptures, you'll see that that's all over the scriptures that this faith is what God wants the church to live by. And he said in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, how does faith come? He said, faith, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. Now, sometimes in churches, um, Unfortunately, there is a lack of faith. Faith only comes one way, by hearing. And hearing what? The Word of God. So faith doesn't come by emotion. Um, faith doesn't come sometimes when, when people are in churches and so forth, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of sensation. Um, faith doesn't come by talking about politics and so forth. Um, faith doesn't even come by people trying to expound theology. Um, faith, you, you'll see, you'll find that even if you, um, I want to qualify that. I'm just saying that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Once, once you get the word of God, for you to get faith, you're going to have to move from information to revelation. And once you move to revelation, faith cometh on that level. And so you'll find when revelation decreases, so does faith. And so God wants us to go from faith to faith, to faith, to faith. Say amen to that. Amen. All right. Now, what I'm saying is that many times when we see that there's no manifestation. It, the reason for the most part is because there is no faith being preached. And the apostle Paul said, the word of faith, which we preach. And this word of faith is necessary for you to see the demonstration of faith in the churches that we're in. I like what David, uh, Bishop David Oyedipo said. He said, that faith, uh, if it has no proof, it's a fake. When you hear faith, it, it ignites the spirit and you have to receive it by faith. Over in Hebrews eleven three, he says, by faith, we understand. I said, by faith, we understand. Now, if you just stop right there, you can see that 
Faith is not human reason. Faith, as a matter of fact, human reason is an enemy of faith. The Bible even talks about Romans and Romans chapter eight, and I think it's verse five. Let's start right there. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Carnally minded is mindful of the senses that we're mindful. Many times people are looking for some human, um, something that can feel, touch, taste, so forth and so on. But that's not in the realm of faith. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2, he said, preach the word. He said, be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Because he said, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Are you, you, you with me here? Now, he knew that when you are preaching faith, you will find that that's when the enemy tries to get involved. He comes to steal that word because he knows that faith will move that mountain for you. And so what you'll find is you'll find that some people, when they hear faith, there is even a tendency to get offended. Look at Matthew chapter 15 and verse 12 through 13. Then came his disciples and said unto him, knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said unto them, said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted shall be what? Rooted up. Now I'm, I'm saying that I am a faith preacher. I'm a faith preacher. Now, the, the thing that the scriptures bring out in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse seven, remember them which have the rule over you who have what? Spoken unto you the word of God whose faith what? Follow. That's whose faith you follow. Now, I'm saying you follow their faith. You, if they got to have some evidence that if you're going to follow. Now, understand, Jesus was producing evidence, but it was offensive to religious leaders. Yes, They didn't want it because they knew what it was going to do. See, they're, they're part of their ministries was built up, some of them on great oratory. Yeah. Yeah. 
or traditions of men or whatever have you. But that's not going to distinguish the church. That's not going to distinguish the church. What's going to distinguish the church is going to be some kind of evidence that something is is happening in and through you that's not happening out there. Put up Romans chapter 4 and verse 13. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but to the righteousness of faith. All right, I want you to take that and put it up there in the Amplified Translation first. Let's try that. For the promise to Abraham or his posterity that he should inherit how much? The world. Did not come through observation of the commands of the law, the law, but through the what? Righteousness of faith. All right. Put it up there in the New Living Translation. Clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his what? Obedience to God's law, but on the what? A right relationship with God that comes by, come by faith. Now I'm, I'm, I'm talking about give the whole earth to Abraham and his seed. I'm saying that the wicked don't own a thing. They're just holding it until the people of God stop singing them unbelieving songs and wake up to faith that they can take their inheritance. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying that to us now that we've got something inside of us and Satan has worked cleverly trying to keep that from manifesting. And so in the, in the scriptures, he talks about the word of faith, which we preach. Here is Jesus cursing the fig tree. Then he saw a teaching on faith. Here is Jesus going to the other side in Mark chapter four, starting at verse 35. And in the middle, here comes a storm. This storm comes and is about to sink this boat. And they cried out, said, don't you even care? And he gets up, rebukes the wind and says to the sea, peace be still. And what happened? There was a great calm. And then he turns to them and said, why are you so fearful? How do you have no faith? Now, let me, let me keep going. Can I go keep going? You have slept with me. You walked with me. You went in the house. You ate with me. You did all of this so you can sleep in the same house as Jesus, walk with him, talk with him, eat with him, and still not have one ounce of faith. And that's what's happening in the church. Got this big old Bible in our lap. Come on now. In here singing religious songs every Sunday. But where is your faith? Because out there, they got things going on out there that we shouldn't be allowing to happen on our watch. Yes, sir. Somebody's got to talk about this. A tree produces. 
And that's what we should be doing. I'm saying right there in your own city, right, right there. What's going on? And we got to come back and regroup. We've got to say, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now what's going on here? I started in faith. Me and my wife were singing. She's playing the guitar, put it up. Pete's playing the guitar. And here I was singing with her. And then I did the preaching. And she took up the offering, accounted the money, or whatever have you. Look at this. That's by faith. See, faith sees the future. You, you can't talk faith out of action. Because once you're in faith, you can see. Didn't bother me. I didn't have but one, I had two suits, a sport coat, and two pair of pants, and I flipped them around all the time. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Come on. But you got to first kind of say, wait, wait a second, wait, what have I been? Well, I'm just having church here. I'm just, no, no, what, what, what's going on? And we got to look at that. We got to see, wait a minute, that's, that's something not right here. That's right. And I'm saying that when you start moving in faith and start accumulating, the Pharisees are going to rise up against you. And that's the way you can kind of know that you're moving forward in faith. Now I'm saying that because you've got to stay in faith. You got to start in faith. You got to, got to grow in faith and God is leaving it up to you to do that. He's not going to just, you know, um, that this, this is, he's, he's giving you that part. Say amen to that. Now, what is radical faith? It is something that will bring extreme social, economic, and political change. Something that will bring extreme social, economic, and political change. Now, I believe Rosa Parks moved in radical faith. I'm watching what we're doing now. We're able to go into the prison system because by faith, I decreed that we're going to turn prisons into what? Boarding schools. Now these prisons into boarding schools and look like things are happening all of a sudden. Now we've got it so that the people who are about to be released have the employers come to the detention center. Now I'm just saying here that when God is, is using you to walk by faith, do not consult your reason. Do not consult human logic cause it ain't in there. It is somewhere above that. God is going to use you to change some things on the face of this earth and in your city. And the way we got to do that is we got to put aside this human reason and what we think about it and what so-and-so did that didn't work. What we got to do is just receive what God said. Amen. Romans chapter eight and verse 14, please. Just stay with me because I'm talking about something. I'm talking about we're going to get radical. We, 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 we got to stop trying to be cute with the gospel because everybody else out there coming out of the closet, you need to come on out too. 
For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Watch this. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, what? Abba, Father, keep going. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the who? Children of God. And if children, then what? Heirs. Heirs of who? God. And joint heirs with who? Right. Now, how much does Christ own? He's the lawful owner of what? Everything. Then if he's the lawful owner of everything and you are joint heir with him, come on, you are joint heir with him. See, I'm, I'm, I'm believing this and I want to get radical with it because the Bible put up Psalm chapter 47 and verse eight, please. God reigns over the heathen. What does that mean to me? That means that God will tell the heathen what to do. Come on. He'll tell the heathen to give me that airplane. He'll tell the, come on, you. I'm talking about radical faith. This, 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 this man had taken Sarah in Genesis chapter 20 and taken her in his palace. And then Abraham just relied on the vengeance of God because God said, anybody that tries to curse you, I'm going to curse him. And he stayed right there in faith. And the next thing you know, in Genesis chapter 20 and verse three, here is God. And he comes to uh, Abimelech in a dream and said, behold, you're but a what? Dead man. Keep reading that chapter and you'll see Abimelech start giving Abraham everything he had. I'm saying one of our FMA pastors told me that he was a big drug dealer, drug kingpin in, in Latin America. And here he was running everything. This preacher wanted to land. And they said, uh, he went, they said the government owns it. He went to the government, but the government knew that the kingpin controlled the government. And so they couldn't sell it to him, but he went to seek God. The next thing you know, God moved on the kingpin. And the kingpin called him, said, meet me out of this land at 12 midnight. The devil always does business at night. And he said, meet me at 12 midnight. Next thing you know, he met him. He brought one of the deacons out there with him, reluctantly probably. And he brought him out there. And there's a kingpin, all these SUVs driving up with shotguns. The kingpin gets out shaking, shaking. He said, listen, he said, now don't, don't. He said, I, I don't know what you've done, but you're going to have that land and I'm going to give you that land. He said, now, uh, 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 your, your God, some, your God called me. I think he said, he called me on my cell phone and nobody has my cell phone number. Now God's got the cell phone of the man that's got your property. I'm only saying for you to be able to take a man up on the roof and tear it open, you're going to have to think on another level. Everything in this earth belongs to you if you need it. Put it up there, 1 Corinthians 3.21. I'm saying I'm going to get radical. I'm going to stop letting the devil run off with my stuff and take what belongs to me while I'm just trying to crowd in a little space and get settle for leftovers. Ain't no more leftovers. I want the new stuff. 
Now, this is the kind of faith that I'm going to run in from now on because I'm going after what God says belongs to me. I'm going to stop sitting in here singing songs and letting the devil run off with my property. Say amen. amen. Everybody in the church supposed to be debt free. Debt is not your portion. Say amen to me. Look what he says here. Therefore, let no man glory in men for all things are whose? They're yours. They're yours. All things are what? Yours. He didn't say just all spiritual things. He said all things. Everything that you'll ever need in this life, according to life and godliness, is already yours. Say amen to that. Now, are you with me? Now, I'm saying I didn't come for these three nights just to kind of pet people and just talk about how good God is and all of that. I'm not talking about that. I want to wake up something inside of you that's been sleep. And while you've been sleep, the devil's been laughing and running off with what belongs to you. Say amen to that. Folks, the church is supposed to be the most powerful institution in the world. We're supposed to be the ones. So I'm saying to you now, we're going to study this faith. We're going to look at what it is and how much of it you got. And then we're going to provoke you to use it. Say amen. And the violent take it by force. If you want to know the truth, there's not a single thing in the inventory of what you would need in this earth that you're supposed to pay for. Not a single, come on now. Now, I don't care if you don't like the way I'm preaching. But that is the kind of, of force of faith that I had to operate in to get this mall. God said, you go and go before that mayor and you tell that mayor that you want to have services in that mall. Gave me the scriptures to do it. I had to show up in that place face to face and, 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 and give her the scriptures that God gave me. And all of a sudden when I gave them, the, the mayor jumped up that looked like the blood had gone out of her face. And she said, uh, Reverend, can you sit here? I said, well, I ain't got nowhere else to go. And he said, sit here. And, and she went in there and, and went to the building commissioner and came back and said, Reverend, I don't know what to do now. They have already voted. You cannot have services in that shopping mall. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, up until now, the devil's been running it. Up until now, the devil's been telling you where you can go. But now it's extreme faith. Now comes radical faith. Today's series, Radical Faith, is available on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 800-711-9327 or go online at billwinston.org. In Canada, call us at 844 844- 298-2900 or go online at billwinston.ca. One thing that we can learn from these unprecedented times is that we as believers must use our faith now more than ever. 
God has an amazing life for you that only faith can fulfill, despite the chaos in the world today. In this series, Dr. Winston teaches you how to build your faith for new levels of radical living and to change this world for the kingdom. You were created for such a time as this, and radical times call for radical faith. Get this must-have series today. Hello, Bill Winston here. Now, I trust that you've been blessed by the day's message. I'd like to take a moment to share a couple of testimonies with you that have come from our prayer call center. We have a call center that's set up to pray with people who would call in. Now, we've created this center for you, the partners, the viewers, those who would call in and need prayer for any matter. It doesn't make any difference. We want to pray with you, stand and agree with you, whatever we need to believe God for you for the thing that you need God to do in your life. Now, here is a testimony that was given to me. This came in from Florida. This particular person had a family member that was in a coma. They'd been in a coma for two weeks and that this family member was, the family was being challenged as to whether to take the person off of life support or just leave them on. Well, this one person decided to call the prayer center here at Bill Winston Ministries and that prayer minister prayed with them and believed God for that person's deliverance or that person to come out of that coma. Well, shortly after the family called this person and reported that the sister, the dear sister that was in a coma opened her eyes and woke up and then asked for a drink of water. Now they ask what time that this sister called the prayer center. What time did they pray for this dear sister in the hospital? They prayed at 11:16 a.m. in the morning. And that is the exact time the sister woke up from a coma that she had been in for two weeks. Praise God. Let me give you another one. This testimony comes from Illinois. This particular person called for prayer uh, for their godmother. Now, she had stage four cancer and was going to have surgery. Now, after they had received, received prayer from the prayer call center, the doctor started the surgery but could not any longer find cancer in this person's body. Now, these are actual testimonies that have been coming in. So I'm just saying here that if you need prayer, if you need somebody to agree with you, we've got people that know how to get hold of God. I'm telling you, see, God's plan is that we all be healed. God's plan that we all be delivered. God's plan that we all have enough abundance or whatever have you. So if you're going through something that isn't God's plan, in other words, there's something in your situation there that you know is not God's will for your life, call that prayer center. They're standing by. These folk know how to pray. And as you pray with them and they agree with you, we're going to believe God that every need of your life is going to be met. Well, remember, we're here for you. The prayer call center is available. We love you. And this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, 
we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.